0: This is Randy Hausman with Becker's Clinical Leadership Podcast. Here's your daily industry news brief for June 15th. First, Geisinger, based in Danville, Pennsylvania, launches their travel nurse program. The program, which launched Friday, is eligible for inpatient registered nurses. This initial launch will focus on Geisinger hospitals with the greatest needs at inpatient setting. This is specifically for adult, medical, surgical, and intensive care units. Accepted nurses will complete a 12-week assignment. Then they can either begin another 12-week assignment or apply for a full-time position with the health system. With this expansion, Geisinger is hoping to attract more registered nurses. Second, the World Health Organization will convene next week to decide whether the monkeypox outbreak is a global health emergency. Here are four other updates about the outbreak. One, there have been 1,600 confirmed cases globally. 1,500 suspected cases reported from 39 countries. In seven of those countries, the virus has been endemic, spreading to 32 newly affected countries. Endemic countries have reported 72 deaths so far. Two, there have been 72 confirmed cases in America so far. The nation has ordered 500,000 more Genius monkeypox vaccines from manufacturer Bavarian Nordic. This brings the US supply of shots to almost 2 million. Three, at this time, the WHO does not recommend widespread vaccination against monkeypox. Officials emphasize the importance of surveillance, contact tracing, and isolation. Four, the agency is considering renaming monkeypox. This is to reduce stigma and racism surrounding the virus. WHO is working with orthopox virus experts to determine more appropriate names. Third, monkeypox confirmed cases are most prevalent in New York and California, at 15. Illinois is the third highest with eight confirmed cases. States with only one confirmed case include Washington, Virginia, Texas, Rhode Island, Oklahoma, Ohio, and Arizona. Fourth, yesterday an EPIC research study found that COVID-19 isn't the only infection that causes long-term symptoms. Flu and pneumonia patients also experienced long-term symptoms similar to COVID-19 survivors. Researchers compared rates of symptoms prior to infection with the rate of long-term symptoms after infection in three groups. Here are three key research findings. 1. An additional 3.7% of patients reported new long-term symptoms after COVID-19 and pneumonia infections. 2. An additional 1.5% of influenza patients reported new long-term symptoms. Three, among hospitalized patients, patients sought treatment for long-term symptoms following infection. That data included an additional 5.4% of COVID-19 patients, 6.4% of influenza patients, and 5.2% of viral pneumonia patients. Fifth, the Guttmacher Institute released a report today showing that abortion rates rose 8% in the US from 2017 to 2020. This increase comes after more than 30 years of decline. Researchers cited several possible reasons for this increase. Some states expanded Medicaid coverage of abortion care, as well as an increase in local and national funds to cover the procedure. The report is based on abortion data collected from both healthcare facilities that provide abortions and state health departments. This data comes as the Supreme Court may be getting ready to strike down the court case, Roe v. Wade, which allows access to abortion. The Supreme Court is expected to release its decision in July. Thanks for listening. Do you want more of the latest info about clinical leadership to deliver directly to your inbox every weekday afternoon? Subscribe to the Becker's Clinical Leadership and Infection Control e-newsletter on our website at www.beckershospitalreview.com forward slash quality.